T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back on Maggie and Perloff. It is a huge, huge... Huge weekend, of course, Selection Sunday. Uh, I heard something interesting. Last year was Selection Sunday when Tom Brady came out of retirement. Yep, it was. Because we were going right up until the free agency tampering period on Monday. It is going to be a massive news weekend. It's going to be so much fun. But we also have the Oscars on Sunday night. Are you excited, Maggie? They snuck up on us. Uh, I'm proud of myself. I've seen four of the movies nominated for Best Film. Okay. Out I, of the 1,200 that have been nominated, <laughs> I've, I've seen four of them. Proud yeah. of myself. Yeah, I think I think you had me beat by one. What? Uh, can you just read the four real quick? Yes. So the four that I have seen, I saw Top Gun Maverick. I've seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. I saw The Banshees, even though I did fall asleep for the last 10 minutes. I got the gist. And I saw Tar. And what was your favorite? <laughs> oh, um, probably of those, I, I would, of the ones I saw, I would give the award to Tar. It was, got a yeah. little strange in the middle, but I thought Kate Blanchett was fantastic. But like Top Gun Maverick was, would probably be the people's choice, right? It'd be the people's choice. I don't think it was a critic's choice. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, of course, is a favorite. But let's talk to somebody who really, a friend of the show, stays on top of movies all year long, has seen all these movies course associated with rotten tomatoes understands how these things work and of course that is comedian mark ellis now mark, mark i'll be thanks honest for doing this we yeah. know this is your busy time of year yeah we've seen <laughs> oh i love this time yeah. of year because i live in hollywood and so we treat astrology and psychedelics <laughs> both equal amounts of respect <laughs> that they deserve i didn't come on this show until i made sure all the planets were out of retrograde so that's why it took so long me well, to come back. Mark, does that explain why everything, everywhere, all at once is the heavy Oscar <laughs> favorite? Because it's like honestly, ate a lot of acid. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely some drugs. <laughs> either people enjoyed it or people who made it. That's kind of a weird one for the Oscar frontrunner, right? Yeah, there might have been a shaman or two involved in the <laughs> making of that film. Um, it, you know, I, I love that it's nominated and is getting so much heat because it's a fun trip into a multiverse without being associated with a big blockbuster comic book movie sort of script. So it could really go in any direction it wanted to. And it ended up taking us in every direction. So it's such a unique movie experience. And for that reason, plus the amazing performances of folks like Michelle Yeoh, Ki Hoi Kwan. Um, I, I think that that movie is still the front runner to win best picture, but all Quiet on the Western Front will not remain quiet. And Elvis could be shaking and or rattling into 
a top picture spot because, like, like it, you never really know. Um, sadly, I don't think my favorite movie of the year, Top Gun Maverick, is going to take top honors, but it still got nominated, and that's a big W. Wait, so Mark Ellis is joining us, obviously. Comedian Mark Ellis and our friend. Uh, how many times did you see Top Gun Maverick? Come clean. <laughs> I saw it four times in the theater, and what's crazy about that is the first time I got to see it, it was like a month before the movie came out, and so it was that thrilling experience of seeing this great movie for the first time, and then you get out of the theater, and you're like, I can't talk about this <laughs> with anybody for an entire <laughs> month. So then I did go back and see it opening weekend a couple times, and then now it's on like VOD, so it's sort of in with like the last dance as far as my go-to comfort food rotation right now. Mark, I, <laughs> You're the only person yeah. comforted by Michael Jordan talking about punching teammates in the face. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mark, I, I hate to do this because I know how important the movie is to you, but I'm not sure why you need to see Top Gun Maverick more than twice. <laughs> it's not the most, it's not the deepest movie I've ever seen. It's, it, Jeff has nothing to do with it. I mean, sometimes you just want to you just want a movie about competition. I mean, y'all talk about sports. Maybe you're talking too much sports, Andrew. Yeah. Maybe you back <laughs> off on these, uh, you know, three point and peanut butter eating contests, and you just let somebody else get a win. Maybe but, you just watch other people compete for a chance. But can I make a complaint though? They address the fact that. All this flying is done by drones now, but they sort of blew past it. That was an issue. I'm going to get geopolitical. Really I'm going to geopolitical here. This Come is on, the last we know thing this. Tom Cruise wanted yeah, you to do. I think Mark, there was some nostalgia with it for you. That this because we know that's not what the game is like these days. Fighter jets. Uh, Andrew, I'm a Commanders and Wake Forest Demon Deacon fan. Nostalgia is all I have <laughs> left in the world. So I'm going to ring every ounce of that. And it's clear in the movie that this particular mission. Drones would not be effective because of all the maneuvering and dogfighting that was required. So yeah, and also, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to mean to jump on you there, Mark, but also, if some kind of you know missile actually did hit Tom Cruise, I think there's so much plastic surgery that's happened. Oh, no. I don't think that it can <laughs> no, no. penetrate his body. You're, you know, Tom Cruise would come and slap you if you told that joke, Maggie. <laughs> we can't have two Oscar slaps. That's you not cannot true. tell that man to not do something because he's going to go ahead and do it. I mean, Tom Cruise has now influenced an entire generation of actors to want to fly planes. Mm -hmm. Undoing decades of work by Harrison Ford. <laughs> I know. Wait, Mark Ellis, the comedian, is joining us. He's massive movie buff, obviously. You're our movie correspondent, uh, whether you want to be or not, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we going to have another... This is not about the movie, but the day after the Oscars and that moment, the biggest thing was obviously Will Smith slapping Chris Rock across the face. And then we just had the Chris Rock stand-up special, which actually I'm curious to get your thoughts on that as a fellow comedian. But do you think we're going to have another something? Like, are the Oscars, are we setting up for some more drama? I get a little conspiracy theory with the Oscars. I don't think the slap was set up by any stretch of the imagination. But when you have an event like that, or you have something like what we got in 2016, when Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway accidentally said La La Land wins Best Picture instead of mm. Moonlight. Yeah. I think that these kind of things, you know, I, I, I maybe thought there was a frozen envelope situation going on there because... <laughs> I mean, we, we all hear about the declining ratings of the Oscars and how long the ceremony is. I mean, the ceremony in Perloff time takes about eight peanut butter jars together. <laughs> and it's too long, I think, for most people. And so you look for those moments to kind of pep it up. I hope we don't have anything that takes away from the wins because that's the problem with the Will Smith slap. It's not that it's not comedy fodder. And from what I saw of Chris Rock's special on Saturday, I love the way he addressed it. But... 
I feel like I don't want it to outshine all of the winners because people really put their heart and soul into this thing, not just the movies themselves, but the campaigning. It's a whole political campaign. It's a presidential election cycle every year in Hollywood. So I want there to be fun moments. I think Jimmy Kimmel's a very uh, you know capable host. He's going to have a lot of funny one-liners in his monologue. But then let's just get on with the show and let's reward the people who deserve to be on the stage. Okay, Mark, you're a comedian. How, how many jokes in does Jimmy Kimmel address the slap from last year? That's a great prop bet. And my over-under would be two and a half, I'd say, lines, two and a half jokes, if you will. So two and a half, I would probably take the under. I think it might be the second joke, if not the first. But I think people are going to be kind of on the edge of their seat. Jimmy's got to say something about it. What's he going to say? So when you're a comic and you have to sort of call out the temperature of the room, you sort of want to get that over with. So then you can just get on with the rest of your monologue. So I have a feeling it'll come up either very early or it will be the last thing he says to sort of drop the mic on that and then go to the first award. Uh, You know, Jimmy Kimmel loves sports, obviously. Do you think there'll be an Aaron Rodgers joke at the Oscars? An Aaron Rodgers joke at the Oscars, if if, if all the stars align, sorry to get back to astrology here, but if all (laughs) the planets are smiling on us and he happens to sign a deal with the Jets this weekend, yeah then you might see a joke or two. But as we know, I mean, I was looking at the all-time, like the 15 most Oscar, most decorated movies ever. None of them have anything to do with sports except for one. So I don't know that we're going to get an Aaron Rodgers joke. But if we do, I will, next time I'm on the show in studio, I will try to take down a jar of peanut butter. If (laughs) references Aaron Rodgers during his monologue, I'll try to do the peanut butter challenge. We're only giving you 15 minutes, though, Mark. You don't get the whole 30. (laughs) Um, Did you? Yeah, I have a trivia question for you, Mark. Perloff has been waiting for this one. Yeah, because you give us movie trivia often, but I think I'm going to be able to get you. And unfortunately, it sounds like you've been looking at a list of this. But there, I just saw a note. There have been three sports movies that have won the Best Picture Oscar. Can you name all three? Oh, boy. Um, I think Rocky is the is the low-hanging fruit. Yep. Um, and then I, the reason why I loosely said one film is based on sports, I went all the way back to a film that won 11 Oscars at the ceremony, and that was Ben-Hur, because there is chariot racing. In Get that. out of here. <laughs> ben Get <Hur>. out of here. <laughs> Ben-Hur. <laughs> It's not the replacements with Keanu Reeves. It's Ben Hur. <laughs> it, it's it's a sport. They're chariot racing. It's part of the it's part of the show. It's it's gladiators, man. Come on. Does so, anyone uh, anyone else here want to guess what the other two are? If you hadn't, if you don't know already, you already told me. All right. So you have to have Sam Durr and Stu and uh, Rich Ackerman. Well, actually, Rich Ackerman, uh, who does updates, Mark actually started pantomiming one of them. Ack, you want to share it? Chariots of Fire. Right. Chariots of Fire. And the last one, is this a sport? It may or may not be a sports movie. I think it is. It's about women's boxing, Mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and, and it's a great movie. And that's one that I can't watch on repeat like Top Gun Maverick because Million Dollar Baby will make me cry at the end oh. every time. Oh, can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't watch it again. I've never watched it again. But I cried every sports movie. So I, that would take everything out for me. I cried a cool oh, running. You know, it yeah, could have been cry, cool cry. Let it out. Yeah. There should have been a fourth movie this year, a fourth sports movie to win the Oscar, and that is why I'm going to protest outside. Come on, how come Hustle didn't get any love, Mark? 
Hustle was a movie. It was a very interesting year for Netflix. And Andrew, I think that you kind of got blindsided along with the rest of the industry by All Quiet on the Western Front and mm. how well it was received so quickly. Because look at Netflix. They had uh, Bardo. They had Hustle. They had a couple other movies that they were sort of looking at to be their Oscar contenders. And then All Quiet on the Western Front comes out of nowhere. So if you want to blame somebody, Andrew, and you're right to be upset because you got jobbed out of a Best Supporting Actor nomination. <laughs> Blame no one other than World War One. That's yeah. who you're angry with. All right, because so the fresh material, like they're really coming out of really novel material, all quiet on the western front. It's already been to, uh, this makes me so mad. Yeah, it was like Sandler a book from what? Okay, I'm being legitimately mad. Maggie, Sandler should have gotten at least a look. Because he was, he's been great in so many movies now and never been nominated. I think that Sandler is an underappreciated actor. I'll give you that. And I thought yeah. you were Agreed. excellent as reporter number two. And yeah. I can't wait for Hustle 2. The, Hustle 2? The, the search for more money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, Mark. Uh, okay, last question for Mark. Or do you have another one? No, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. The, is there going to be an upset? I mean, we're sports people, Mark. Like, we want the impossible to happen. The upset yesterday, Perloff took down the peanut butter quicker than anybody ever thought. Is there is there going to be an upset? Okay, so your upsets, you do not look at the supporting performer categories because I think Angela Bassett and Kihoi Kwan from Everything Everywhere have those wrapped up. So where you could get an upset is best actor because the two front runners right now are Brendan Fraser for The Whale, deservedly so, and Austin Butler for Elvis, deservedly so. You also have Colin Farrell from Banshees of Inishirin in there. I think Colin Farrell could sneak up if Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler somehow split the vote. You could see Colin Farrell sneak in there. So we'll see. And I know y'all are going to love watching the Best Picture race because a lot like the Heisman, it's sort of that balloting where you have to rank who you think should be winning. And so if everybody's ranking a different movie at the top, most people's number two film could slide in and take the gold. Still think it's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once, but do not count out the war movie that so wrongfully stole Andrew uh. Perloff's Panther Doctor Glory. Mark, this is awesome. Thank you for enlightening us. Uh, you know, we assume the tuxedo is pressed. Yeah. It's dry cleaned. Every, you're going to be, you know, hitting the Oscar parties, right? I'm looking at the T-shirt that resembles a tuxedo right now. And <laughs> it. I'm actually going to be at the Academy of Museum. Uh, they have like the, like the Museum Academy has this whole big Oscar shindig that they do, coinciding with the event. I have a couple friends hosting it, so it's going to be a grand old time. I'll have a few cocktails, probably no ayahuasca, but you never know how the evening is going to go. <laughs> Listen, if someone offers, just YOLO, Mark. Just yeah. you know, <laughs> I could see an alternative. If that falls through, just sit on your couch, open up that jar of peanut butter, and go to town, my friend. <laughs> yep. Hey, either way, my night is going to end with some GIF and some Top Gun Mavericks just for you, Andrew. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mark, you're the best. Thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the Oscars. Enjoy the show, y'all. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.